0: Hello, everyone. Today, I wanted to talk about snacking. I know there are so many people out there who are like, I am a snack queen. I snack all day long. I just love to graze on meals. And you know what? For some reason, I can't lose weight, even though I'm snacking on healthy things all day long. And so, I did want to address snacking because I'm someone who used to eat small meals all day long. Who's to snack all day long? We used to snack out of habit, and I, there would just be foods I love, and I would just snack on them. And so, I wanted to share a couple tips and pieces of advice that you may find helpful. And with anything related to nutrition, it is always so important to remember that just because something works for me or someone else does not necessarily mean it's going to be a good fit for you. I realize there are some people who are like, I prefer and can really only eat small meals a day. I cannot have a huge meal like you and I completely respect that. I would never ever think that how I do things is the best way. I absolutely know it isn't the best way for everyone. I have plenty of clients who have been very successful doing things differently than I do. And that's where my, that's where my goals lie is to help people find a way that works for them as individuals. There should be no cookie cutters approach when it comes to nutrition. And so when it comes to snacking, I've had a lot of clients come to me and, you know, I see them have these really, really small meals. I'm talking like 180 calories for lunch, 300 calories for dinner, maybe 200 calories for breakfast. And then I'm looking at their food diary and I am like, cool, cool. You got a thousand calories in snacks. <laughs> and I'm like, why is it that you're trying to make your meals so small? And it's like, oh, well, I want to lose weight. So I'm trying to, you know, keep my calories really light for my meals. And I'm saying, okay, well, did you realize, though, that you are, you know, in considering what your goal is, you're doing a great job keeping the calories for your meals low. But as a result of being a human who has hunger, you know, which is very normal, you are making up for those really small meals by having a lot of small snacks or some really calorie dense snacks. And so while yes, you might have only 600 calories worth of food for breakfast, lunch and dinner in total. And I do say this out of experience. I'm not making this up. I have literally seen many, many people do this. And they don't realize that, well, actually, you know what, I'm not in a calorie deficit because of my snacking. Yes, you had a small breakfast. Yes, you had a small lunch and dinner. But the reality is everything does add up over time. And now I'm going to say this from my personal um, life experience when it comes to snacking is that we are generally a lot quicker to forget about our snacks as opposed to our meals. It's like I could tell you what I had for breakfast, lunch and dinner, but I will likely forget about that cookie I had well, walking upstairs to go get my laundry, or, you know, that bite of Vitaly's protein pancake I had when he, you know, couldn't finish his meal. I, I will forget about those things. And think about that over the course of a day, over the course of a week, and a month, and how much all those little bites and licks and tastes add up. And I don't say this, you know, in in a critical way, I just say this in a matter of fact way, because I've been there, I've done that. I've sat at the end of the day and, you know, tried to uh, mathematically add up my approximated calories for the day and go, oh, wow, that's, that's not a lot, Nikki, you should definitely make sure you're eating enough. And then I'll sit a little bit longer and I'll go, oh, yeah, I had that handful of that when I ran out of the house. Oh, and then I ate that because I found that in my backpack when I got hungry. Oh, and then look at it. Yeah, my calories are just fine. But when I did that in the past, I wouldn't be quite as diligent about recounting all those little snacks I had. And so in my mind, I'm doing an incredible job with my nutrition. I'm really on track. I'm planning out all my meals. And so I'm really just puzzled by the fact that I'm not seeing progress. But the reality was, I just wasn't tracking everything. And those little snacks, realistically, weren't as little as I thought. And so My suggestion to people who enjoy snacks is depending on your hunger levels is I would say, you know what, what if you were to increase the size of your main meals, increase the size of your breakfast, your lunch and your dinner. And sometimes people get really scared and they're like, Oh, no, I couldn't have 500 calories for lunch and 600 calories for dinner. Oh, my gosh, right? Like, that's just too many. But when I explained to them, I said, "Look, look at how you've tracked your food, and this is why I do recommend people track their food before making decisions about how many calories they should cut or what they should be actually eating." Is that sometimes I have people come to me and they're like, "Okay, with these really small meals," I said, "But look how many calories you're having for the day. You are still having 1,600 calories. That's a great amount. But what if you were to split that a little bit differently among your three meals?" So. For instance, what if you were to say, okay, I'm going to have, if for, for easy math, 500 for breakfast, um, 500 for lunch, 500 for dinner, and 100 calorie snack. Obviously, you could do that very different. You could do 300 calories for breakfast, 500, 500, and a 300 calorie snack. I don't want to um, overwhelm you with all the math and p- possible options, It is good to know you have options. And I think sometimes for some people, this works really, really well because having that bigger meal that actually sustains them and keeps them full longer means that they're snacking less, which means that when they plan out their meals for the day, they're more successful at sticking to those calories or those plans because they're not so dang hungry all the time. If I were to have 200 calories for breakfast, and then wait four hours for lunch, well, you best believe that I'm going to be having a snack in between because I'm probably hungry. And so this is where I say, take a step back, look at what you're doing, and even look at the calorie breakdown of your meals. And I'm not saying you have to do this long term, absolutely not. But this is one of those things where knowledge is power. Sometimes we think, hey, this is working really well. Look how small my meals are calorie wise. But sometimes while that approach seems good, it's biting us in the butt. And we end up actually, you know, not being able to stick to our plans or feel like we're sticking to them and overeating in other places or grazing all day long on food because our meals haven't actually sustained us. And so for me personally, I would prefer a far bigger meal, that's more calorie dense. And I'm literally talking like six, 700 calories for like a breakfast. Uh, however, like I said before, another podcast, I utilize intermittent fasting a lot. And so so for example, today, my first meal was at just after noon. And so yeah, it was six or 700 calories. But that was at noon. And it's four o'clock now. I haven't eaten anything else yet and I will have dinner probably in two hours and maybe you'll have like some popcorn after that. But realistically, it's not that I'm having a lot less calories. I just prefer bigger meals. It means I can wake up, start my day, not have to think about food. I can have some water, I can have some tea, whatever it is, and feel okay, have lots of energy, be able to focus without having to dive into a meal. I realize that does not work for everyone. That didn't work for me in the past. It has been trial and error and allowing myself periods of time to be like, okay, let's try this for 10 days. It might suck. But after those 10 days, let me see how I feel. Does this bring me any joy? Does this make my life better? Does this make me feel better? How is it working for me? But I think a lot of us, for the most part, try something for a day or half a day and we're like, nope, not for me. Doesn't work. And there are certain things where I'm going to say, yeah, I could tell you that. Could I go on keto? Absolutely not. I, I wouldn't even last a day. I'm like, I love vegetables. I love fruit. I'm not willing to give those things up. And so I know it wouldn't work for me. I wouldn't, but I also wouldn't attempt to try it for a certain period of time unless for some health reason my doctor said, hey, you know what, Nikki, you really need to cut back on certain things and increase your fat intake. And that's not me. And so. I really enjoy how I eat. It feels very sustainable. And yes, can I have a snack? Absolutely. But I do feel like having larger meals for me means that I'm less inclined to snack and to graze on food all day long. I have found larger meals means when I do eat, I eat with intention. And I say intention because as someone who loves food, as someone who has grown up with having, you know, pantries full of snacks and all those kinds of things. Yeah, I have grown up and for years just had the mentality of, huh, maybe I should have a snack. And it's not always associated with hunger. Sometimes it's simply just a, oh, that sounds delicious. Maybe I'll have that. And so being intentional about my snacks and being intentional about when I eat has made a really positive impact on me on maintaining my weight and when I do go through phases where I try to cut back a little bit, that same intention carries over. And so with anything, I think like I'm being repetitive, but that intention is important. And I know sometimes people we get caught up in the whole, oh, but I really want to eat that. It's really yummy. And so this is where I'm gonna say pause for a second and remind yourself, okay, yes, it is really yummy. But do that check and are you hungry? If the answer is no, then why can't you eat that food later? Why can't you eat, you know, that delicious protein bar or those pancakes or, you know, that slice of cake you've been saving or those chickpea brownies, whatever it is. Why can't you save that snack for when you are hungry? A lot of us have this mentality that that food is going to just disappear that it's now or never. If that I don't eat that now, well my chance is missed, my window has closed, it's over, it's done with. And that's really not true. Even in work situations. I'd say, "Hey, you know what? That looks great." You know, when I was teaching, we'd always have birthday parties and food on the staff room table, and I'd say, "Ooh, the ice cream cake, I love that." But you know what? I'm not hungry right now. I'm full from lunch. So, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cut a piece put my name on that plate, put it in the freezer, and I'll have it after school when I'm probably going to need a snack. And thinking about it in terms of, it's not that I can't have that, but I'm going to choose to eat that at a later point in my day when I am actually hungry. That mentality can make a huge, huge difference in your interaction with food. Because I think so often when it does come to snacking and to treats and those things, That now or never mentality is kind of what keeps our calories higher than we necessarily think. And so, really reminding yourself that you can enjoy something later, that that delicious food isn't going anywhere, that there will be more opportunities for you to enjoy it, that can really, really help and kind of shift that mindset from, well, I should eat it now because, well, otherwise I'm missing out. And I think that leads to something else that I talked to another podcast, but I just really want to briefly touch on. And that is that I think sometimes when I think back on how I've interacted with food, so often I would eat things because they were there. I walked past it. I know I like it. And so I eat it. But trying to be intentional about my choices and being like, yes, I do like ice cream. Yes, we do have ice cream. But, you know, doing that check-in of, but do I want ice cream right now? Huh. Or am I just going to be eating it because, well, I'm bored and we have some and I like it. And I think that if you are able to stop and be reflective about, huh, this is not a craving. This is just a convenience thing. Oh, well, then why don't I just carry on with my day? If I'm not actually hungry, I wasn't actually craving this. Well, maybe I don't need this right now. And like anything, it's not that you can't have those desserts, those sweets, those treats, those savory things that you like. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying if you bring intention to your eating, it's a lot easier to be like, huh, I have a craving for X. So today I'm going to honor that craving. And I'm going to go and get that banana bread. I'm going to go and get that cookie. Because you know what, that's what I feel like eating and so i'm going to do it as opposed to i walked past a cookie it looked good and i ate it i wasn't hungry i didn't particularly want it i wasn't craving anything but i walked past it so i, I had it and i think this if you are able to get in touch with those habits that we have and i know i've had those habits having to reestablish new ones by bringing that intention and that mindfulness to your choices can really shift Your attitude around food can shift your approach in a really positive way where it's that reminder that I can make progress while eating food I love. I can have snacks and make progress. It's not all or nothing. I'm not saying not to snack, I'm not saying not to have a cookie, but if you can do those things with intention, you are going to be far better off. So, just a quick recap I know I've kind of gone on different tangents, more than I anticipated. But for snacking, if you are a big snacker, try increasing the size of your meals. So focusing on protein on every meal, you know, get your veggies and get your healthy fats in whatever carb sources you prefer. But instead of trying to keep your calories really, really low, increase the calories of your meal and see if that ties you over for a longer period of time. If you are someone who finds yourself snacking on lots and lots of little things, why not instead of tracking all your meals for the day, just track those snacks. See if those add up. You might say, oh, you know what? It's really not so bad, it's only 200 calories, that's fine. Or you might say, holy smokes, I totally forgot about half the things I snacked on and I now realize that that's probably what's not, or what's preventing me from being in a calorie deficit even though I think I'm doing such a good job. All right, lovelies. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, hit that subscribe button so you get updates on all my new podcasts. And don't hesitate to leave a review. I love that. It helps so much with ensuring that other people also get to hear this and get to learn as well. So thank you so much for joining me. And I will talk to you guys really soon. You can also follow me on Instagram at justget. or you can email me for one-on-one nutrition coaching at nikki at justget.fit.